on Dublin Digital Radio. Hey guys, welcome to Fosha on the Beat. And it. <laughs> hey guys, what is good? Lovely people, it's been a minute. I just want to apologize. Uh, we've been outside <laughs> and we're outside. We outside and life is lifing you know but we're here now we're dropping this episode especially for you because we know we've neglected our special relationship so welcome to Vosha on, on the, the beat. beat if you're a new listener welcome please follow like subscribe all the good stuff that always <laughs> makes me cringe i don't know why well, and um if you didn't know what Vosha on the beat is it's just us young Zimbabweans just talking about living in our 20s what that looks like in this modern day ghetto ghetto Ireland itself as a country being a diaspora baby what that looks like and Vosho is literally a South African dance move where you drop it like it's hot when Only. you dro- drop like, it like you know, it's hot. You know when back in the days when clubs existed and you just like slut dropped your heart out? That's literally but make a it essay. So yeah, we're just trying to voice on the beat through life. So yeah. And we got a special guest. Our one and only girl. Um, you want to say your Please name? introduce yourself. Hi guys. Thanks for having me. Uh, my name's Ada Dolan. Ooh. Yeah. So it's how she say it. My name is Ada Dolan. Yeah. <laughs> it's how she say it. My name is Ada Dolan. Ada. You better pronounce it right because <laughs> people be getting it wrong. That's on that. <laughs> and it's your girl, Miss Jean, your favorite auntie. Hopefully, soon to be rich auntie. Yeah, please, <laughs> because I'm tired of being broke. <laughs> And it's your princess, Casey. Yeah. Yes. We're here just to serve you truth, to be honest. I feel like I'm going to be unfiltered in this. So, warning. Do, 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 do. Anyways, just to bring some background gra- uh, drama, all I have to say is, isn't it funny that the people who can't do things are always the ones chatting shit? Dean was screaming at me, being like, you're blind, you're blind. We both wear glasses. Anyway, okay, anyways, um, I'm still bitter. <laughs> I was here like, I work in tech, guys, and I had not a clue <laughs> what was going on. <laughs> we were trying to set up, and it's been dramatic. I think some people just haven't had their coffee, yeah, and true. they are hangry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, guys, how have you been? What is going on with life? Um, how are you this morning? I've been good, yeah. I'm happy to be here. Yes. Um, yeah, I've been busy, very That's busy. Good. Lots of changes, as you guys know, mm-hmm. this summer, and a big change coming up soon as well. That's so, good. just gearing up for that. Can we get a hint on what the change is? Um, well, I'm actually moving to Australia <laughs> during a pandemic, you yeah. know, right. big change during you know these times. So, uh-huh. and yeah, I left my job as well in tech. Damn. So just spending yeah. time with friends, family before I, I go. Before it's been very busy. Been a busy schedule. Oh, wow, damn woman. It's a lot of socializing. I know. Yeah. I love that for you. Do you ever like you know now that you have time off and you're spending time with um family and uh friends more? 
do you kind of wish life was always like that or do you miss being busy like in the term in terms of being always working and such yeah that's a really good question like I really like being busy because I like the momentum yeah of it all but I'm also an introvert so I need that like downtime yeah and when I was working I was busy but I was necessarily busy with stuff that I enjoyed yeah, so yeah. that was like draining my energy yeah, yeah so then I didn't have like enough energy for my family and my friends um but then like since leaving the job my energy jar has been more full oh, I love that. so i have that time for she said energy jar yeah you gotta yeah. fill up that energy jar guys don't do things that drain it that's it especially for eight to nine hours a day that's on that's profit. a lot <laughs> that's on the corporate world we love oh, capitalism <laughs> we love him <laughs> Yeah. How about you, Casey? How have you been? Oh my gosh, I've been in the ghetto, y'all. So the past few months have been a little bit crazy, just purely because I finished um I finished my bachelor this year, which is like is so supposed to be like amazing. Woo-hoo! But how anticlimactic is this thing? Like that we literally was held to our heads since we were like in first year to thrive for, and then I like I got a paper through email to say you passed. <laughs> Like, that was just so <laughs> anticlimactic. And then I was trying to find jobs in a pandemic in the ghetto in the Ratatata. And then, you know, like, things were so slow, like, interview, interview, interview. And every time you get hyped up. And then every time it's like they never text you back. Oh, my God. It's like, like, it's like being on Tinder. And then, like, you message all your crushes and no one replies. <laughs> or you go on a date. And then it's just radio silence so i've loved that rejection quite honestly like (laughs) it's never humbled you it has never humbled you you know um and i needed to grow like who wants to stay stagnant That, that was sarcastic but but yeah but i guess i've learned a lot of valuable skills about um i mean being broke has made me humble but it's also made me (laughs) (laughs) but it's also made me very resourceful like very resourceful and okay. i'm really like i feel like those are skills to like uh, to, to tie to my back because never pay more than you have to and i've had to learn that the, the hard way i love it oh my god and how has it made you resourceful like what have you because have you like doing? you know if you're counting your pennies like and you want to have a good time and not a long time yeah like you have to like honestly pick every single battle i know they normally say pick your battles but i think every day is choosing to pick every battle (laughs) because if like for example the silliest thing like i accidentally i was supposed to top up my mom's phone accidentally put it into my phone and then i was like oh my god now i have 40 euro and i still have to help my mom top up i can't refund it i was there for a solid 30 minutes talking to three they gave me free amazon prime for three months to, for my troubles and then this month they managed to be like we can't refund you but don't worry about it just contact us and we'll use that for next month imagine if Lucky i hadn't normally i wouldn't have called them up yeah. i if i had the money i would have just chilled and wasted that money away but now i find out that you can get things done if you pick every single battle so yeah, yeah the universe is rewarding you yeah. as well exactly if you've got the time do it i remember yeah. in uni as well like trying to survive off like 50 or a week or whatever and i was like but oh. I have to go out on Friday. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I was like, you know I mean? who's yeah. going to be buying me the drinks? Who? That was it. Tell me why. I was walking around with like, uh, every every time we went out, I had a 
a wine bottle, like a used wine bottle, but I would make a concoction because I would pay like a big <laughs> bottle of alcohol, right, at the start of the month so that it'll like keep me going for the rest of the month. We the have seen the, the ghetto in our household. I'm sorry, now. but that caused a lot of colossals. It's all coming it out now. It's <laughs> all com- like, have you ever seen, I don't know if y'all have seen um, the show called uh, Extreme Cheapskates. At that moment, I knew. I was like, wow, this is lo- really looking it's like ghetto. this girl, this girl was taking, you know, um, she got a flask for a birthday a while ago. You would think Period. she would use that flask, right? But she, w- she said, I'm not going to stop there. She started using, you know, little juice jars, you yes, know, like yeah. the jars you, she was, she was keeping the those. girls want to do cocktails. In the park? Don't worry about it. I don't have to pay cocktails because I'm gonna make them at home. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was really, I, I really was like, this is a, this is an episode <laughs> of extre- extreme cheapskate. If anyone was to see this, I do not live I here. I am sorry. Dumpster diving wow. TikTok. Oh my I gosh. love it for me. I'm sorry, but do you ever remember? Like, I feel like we always had that one auntie who hustled when we were younger. Because I remember my aunt used to bring the six of us out to the cinema six kids and she always was like i'm not paying cinema t- cinema i'm paying snacks. cinema tickets but, but I'm, I'm not, not paying for snacks she made us bring juice bottles in her little bag she had she made you know, the popcorn at, at home, home. The she, uh, like, we got one. snacks at home so the moment you sit down she's like hey and those pass, down. Packs? P- pass it down pass, pass it, it down it. that's that that's on there when we do the maths those popping popcorn was probably like two euro. And then you're thinking the juice we have at home, which was a two euro bottle. So it's 50 cents per head or even less. And then you're also thinking about that. It was less because it was Mawadi. It was Mawadi. It was Mawadi diluted. And was that not the best time of our life? <laughs> watching the Disney was, we were, we I'm were, sorry. We were watching Disney movies. That is super resourceful. Uh, I know. But And then would have KFC going home. Excuse me. That is cold She budgeting. said, the money I that you it. wanted me to buy you snacks, we're going to buy KFC. We go. And that's okay. And you go enjoy. Yeah. So I we guess um, this goes to say, um, I guess it goes with saying, like, being on the outside now, it's expensive. It's hello yeah, expensive. expensive. You Being know messy. it's expensive when you can't find places that do dr- like drink deals anymore. Do That's you really remember how they used so to do hard. two for 10 euro? They, they don't, don't do that anymore. Two for seven. It's really hard to find places like that now, which is sad because like I, I believed Ireland was a drinking nation. I feel like they've betrayed us. Yeah, it's probably for our best, to be honest. <laughs> really? After yeah. being in the lockdown and we were drinking, drinking? At a, in the house? Uh, yeah, oh, my God. Those best. wine nights. Yo. Yo they those banged. were I, I love he missed that. Taking ass on Zoom. I love he missed that, but I would not go back to that. No. I won't. I think being on the outside is expensive as it is. I am enjoying it. I've kind of paced myself into the social life yeah. because I didn't want to like burn myself out quickly. So I just spend time with the people that I missed the most during lockdown and the people that I value, I guess. Oh, sure. um, everyone you haven't seen, she <laughs> Being about you? Oh, wow. I'm just joking, though. No. That's how people who got cut off are finding out right now. <laughs> that <laughs> that you, you find out through the podcast. No, no I know. It's just that during lockdown, I valued certain relationships. And now 
that I'm outside those I want to grow more in the you know have you ever realized like oh my gosh I miss this person yeah. we never really got to spend that much time yeah. before lockdown now I you just want to like utilize you want to spend most of your time with that person so I'm trying to do that and oh my gosh so this is what we did as a group of friends right we decided to we made a group chat for Ada's birthday and that turned out to be a girls group chat and like uh we out we should actually change the group chat to, to be like we, we outside <laughs> yeah we should change it to be we outside yes. but we we made a group chat full of a bunch of girls so that we could all kind of for me anyway i it helps me it encourages me to get a social life besides my own you know like it kind of pushes me to like go out so be like doing brunches if there's like a little get together we want to do we'll be doing that which is nice and i invited one of my friends and she messaged me i was jealous first of all because they all went out last week and they all look cute they all look cute so she messaged me one of the girls messaged me and she was like Honestly, I want to say thank you so much for introducing me to these girls. They're the most lovely people I've mm. ever met. Because have you ever like introduced certain people and you're worried how they would cope without you not yeah. being there? Oh, yeah. You know, like you would be like the middle ground. So yeah. you're like, oh, if I'm not there, how? They? But she was like, I'm so, so I was a bit worried on that sense, but not like worried, worried. I was like, oh, I hope she really had fun because I know the girls would have mm-hmm. fun. So I was like, oh, I hope she really had fun. And she was like, no, I really had fun. I'm really like grateful that I'm surrounded by women with such great energy and that oh just love each other purely. And I was like, oh, my, oh my God, I'm going to get emotional. Oh, stop. Yeah. But I really because I remember before lockdown when i started my dance classes that was another goal of mine to get women together that push each other and encourage each other and love on each other's and just purely be proud of each other so this i think indirectly this is what's happening you know what i mean like and it's i hope it stays like that because i feel like especially now we need to be in spaces where we're purely appreciated for being ourselves and having people with good energy good vibes you know because the world is bad vibes you know like do you know what i actually realized leaving my house this um this pandemic i realized that not everyone has the same tiktok algorithm as me that threw me i and by that i mean like every like my tiktok algorithm is um it's all filled with like you know being woke it's all filled with you know women being women people being people and kind of calling each other out and that kind of thing but it was really interesting to step out in the real world and realize that people are still messy af yep like people are still being ignorant people are still being like you know, kind of being back in the mindset of not, I, I guess, fully accepting, like in places of judgment and places yeah. of, you know, and mm. it's it's interesting to experience now because I guess I, I like to imagine myself that, you know, I've grown so much that I know that I don't hold things against like the person themselves, but rather that when they act out, it's not an image of me or us. It's really sis is going through some shit mm-hmm. or like, like brother man like you're projecting right now that's what I, that's my favorite like you know when they say something problematic or you know like they act problematic towards me i'm like you sound like you're projecting like you haven't liked parts of yourself or you know like you haven't 
allowed yourself to be any full spectrum of what that can be and you know and and it's interesting but it's also kind of discouraging but i'm really like i've been so grateful that all my friends allow me to be myself whatever that looks like whether it's messy whether it's sleepy whether like i just don't want to talk to you but i want to be in the same room with you i'm really grateful yeah. for that we're oh here for gosh. that actually sorry go on just for showing off as you are i think that's so yeah. important and yeah. like just for context as well like we we made that group i think on my birth yeah for my yeah, birthday in july and, like all of these girls like i don't want to say like for lack of a better word we're like hand selected but like yeah, i picked like yeah. every single girl that, that was there was there because like i feel like i can show up as i am around them mm-hmm. and they can like be their full self exactly and it's an energy thing i don't know yeah, what it definitely. is i think it's very important yeah. and i get that from your class as well like really? you know when i showed up to the first one i was like i wow, didn't know who the fuck i was <laughs> listen i've My been confidence through it on the floor <laughs> i have been through if they was if yeah. this i'm gonna just say it for the people out there but listen i'll say it now because yeah. i know that we might not get to talk as much are you gonna make us cry yeah i'm gonna get no no don't hold your tears (laughs) but i remember when i first i met your sister first realty and she was gorgeous amazing energy And then she brought, she was literally recruiting she people. She family in. She, she <laughs> recruited she people. Listen. Just the energy. Oh my uh, God. When, when I talk about recruitment, listen. Free recruitment on Pearl. I love that girl. So she brought you. And she's like, oh, this is my sister. And I remember you were just like so shy and quiet. And do you know, have you ever seen, looked at someone and just see the potential that they don't see in themselves or see what they don't see in themselves? And I want to believe that's what I, like, saw Come in you. Come on, Stop. Stop. Ego. Come on. No. Girl, you know I'm a cancer. I'll, like, I'll break no. down here. <laughs> Be like a floodgate in here. But, no, like, I literally was like, this girl's beautiful. Like, why is she so, like, like shy? And yeah. also seeing your sister, I was like, oh, my gosh, like, like y'all are the same energy you just don't see it yet mm-hmm. and uh i remember she was so shy and i'm pretty sure she almost cried after the first class yeah Casey, <laughs> Casey witnessed me crying <laughs> i don't remember i'm that, sure i remember a and, moment of and, weakness do you know and we all been through yeah and, and uh, that, toxic relationships <laughs> can i just put that out there I yeah. love it. <laughs> so like i remember just looking at you and we just be like she's going and every at that time i wasn't confident in my own classes but i was confident in her <laughs> do you understand the reflection right there and oh, um man. i was like she's gonna cry i kept looking at her and i could see you know when you can see the eyes kind of like mm-hmm. glisten with tears i was like she's gonna cry and i never saw her for like three months <laughs> <laughs> She was like, yeah, almost a half a year. I was going through it. Yeah, half a year, it. six I months. I would this. message her and be like, hey, girl, I'm we having good? a class. Do you want to come through? Like, I would love to see you. And she'd be like, I'm busy. And I'm like, it's okay. Yeah, but Next she was week. Also doing her degree at the same I, time. I yeah. was in my final year. That and then well. I, was, every single week, time. or at least once a month, I was like, are you going to go through? Until she finally. Finally, and she showed up. She, she showed, showed up. up. And, showed and up. Once, when she showed up, she, she showed, showed up. Yes, and I want to say, like, do you know, actually doing the, rem- like, reminiscing about, you know, where the class started. Do you know, like, I think back to, like, like that would have been, like, now three years ago, right? Mm-hmm. 
isn't it crazy because like of course like still some of the girls are in the class but we've literally seen each other through and through yeah that is so true i don't even mean that and being like oh oversharing or but we literally have seen each other through and through as in like we've been so consistent in each other's lives even though you know like we didn't even speak outside the class you know like you'd sometimes you'd be Mm. like oh my gosh i just had a terrible day you know i broke up with this person or you know work was so shit they're treating me like shit and you're having a moment of weakness and like you know like one of the girls would be beside you and be like get your shit together and then you know like do you know what i I mean like like, you can we like we've literally three years of shit that's the environment like i think you need those type of friends who are gonna call you out on your bullshit as well you know Mm -hmm. they're not gonna sugarcoat it and i love that like holding you accountable yeah yeah the balance yeah. So that. how has the growth been since when we first met? Because oh, wow. I've seen the growth. <laughs> Literally, I've seen it. So I want to hear firsthand from you. And just general, as a question, what does growth look like to all of us? Or what do you think it looks like to the general public? Or, yeah. Well, I'll, I'll actually answer this, even though the question wasn't about her was about her but i'm the person yeah no you can answer it too yeah (laughs) you can answer it too what does growth what did growth look like before for you what did that look like or mean and compared to now um well i'll start by saying like to be honest i'm tired of growing because Mm -hmm. like sometimes i look around and it feels like i'm the only one growing Mm -hmm. and i'm i honestly mean that as in like you know like when you look at yourself in the context of the world like i was saying like I was doing so much work on myself during lockdown, mm-hmm. going to um, counseling. Not everyone can afford the counseling, of course, I understand that. Yeah. But it's really like coming back into the real world has really made me realize that some people are so comfortable where they are sitting. Like, yeah. And imagine me slaving away to put my shit together for someone else, like BS to just like ruin it because they refuse to hold themselves accountable or even like. And I even mean that as in holding yourself accountable to keep yourself happy. Mm-hmm, Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. And then now you're ruining my energy because you can't, you are ruining you can- your own. Mm-hmm. So in that context, sometimes I get so tired of growing and I'm like, why can't I forever be stagnant? Like, why can't I be a couch potato for the rest of my life? Mm-hmm. Because it's not given what it's supposed to give. But I guess growth has been like, for me now, growth has been allowing myself to rest, which like is so hard for me, actually. Like, I hate sitting down i hate being relaxed i feel like i'm i instantly a nobody um but i've had to like forgive myself and to take um one step at a time and my counselor always like tried to remind me before you know i stopped going to counseling that you know in myself being busy sometimes i can use that as a way of getting out of like emotions or getting away from dealing with things and then they pop up like six months later i'm Mm. like relatable bits you know like it's it's building up and i'm like oh my gosh you don't know why i'm feeling like this because bitch you hit it two months ago (laughs) so so yeah so i've been trying to in that sense growth has been kind of keeping myself together and you know like facing things as they come but also not letting them take over my life as i'm feeling them in the moment you know like as in having category moments for sadness grief the ghetto and then like switch out of it and be like okay now it's time to do enjoyment because suffering cannot take my happiness so yeah yes, say that again that for me. suffering for can't take your happiness yeah suffering <laughs> cannot take my happiness no i way. love that that is a tweet as oprah would say that's a tweet <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
I guess will I go also for me? Yeah, growth. Jeez, that's such a big question. Yeah, I know. Because it's been a lot of change since that, like, little girl you saw. <laughs> like, was it three years ago? That was that was a lady. Yeah, yeah a lady. That was a lady. Now you are a woman. Now I'm a woman. You know? But, yeah. But ladies like, are equally confident, yes. too, please. Yes, definitely. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, go with um, Yeah, geez. I guess, you know, they say like you do kind of have to go through things to come out the other end, like bringing up relationships. Like it was a pretty toxic relationship, to say the least. Well, damn. I had to end that and then almost rediscover myself. I had no sense of who I was or what I wanted. Mm-hmm. And when I went to uni, I kind of just followed the crowd. Mm-hmm. You know, I was like, I'll do a degree that looks good on paper. I'll get a job that looks good on paper. And then I was like sitting in my corporate job, just finished things with my boyfriend. And I was like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? <laughs> I was like, I don't like any of this. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not, there's no joy anymore. So then I kind of went on this journey to rediscover like what makes me happy yeah. and like my sense of who I was. Do you basically. mind just me breaking that up and asking, yeah. what did you do? Like, what, what did, did I do? Yeah. To find so, yourself again. Like, what were the little things? I just, I think it all came from my self-worth. I was like, I had to really like dig deep, like, you know, yeah. journal, like oh, nice. learn about myself. Yeah. I started reading all these kind of spiritual books yeah. and I was like, whoa, shit, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And it was a lot of self-awareness and things in me, like my own toxic traits yeah. that I needed to work on. Yeah. And then once you become aware, like you can't become unaware, yeah. like you were saying, like I you almost that. wish you didn't know sometimes because <laughs> yeah. you're like i have all this awareness about myself and i need to do better yeah mm-hmm. so then you can put that pressure on yourself as well to be like i need to do better because i know i can do better because mm-hmm. yeah. like when you know better you do better um but then while i was in my job in tech as well my manager was great at the time and she was like i think you're gonna really love life coaching and she was like i did a life coaching diploma and she was like it was the most amazing thing like a transformative experience she was mm-hmm. like i think you need to do this so then i was like okay like i'm here for it i'm not really doing much right now like in my actual job so yeah i started the life coaching and it was all kind of up from there just so much self-awareness and then i kind of figured out oh my god i actually love like helping people mm-hmm. like discover themselves as well and, like yeah how they want to be and how they want to show up in the world because mm-hmm. life coaching isn't just like you know setting goals like mm-hmm like financial goals and stuff it's actually like how do you actually want to be every day like how do you want to show up mm-hmm. I and i that. love that because it's all about living like you don't want to get to like 50 or whatever age like 80 yeah. seeing your rocking chair and being like you know i wish i work more days in the bank yeah. <laughs> like you're not gonna say that remember that one time i had an ass before it got cut off i should have shaked it <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know weekends we be shaking ass yeah, you know. Yeah. And like balance. you can be professional and you can shake ass. Mm-hmm. I think society sets these kind of expectations yeah. for us, but you can literally be whoever you want to be. Just it's all in, in your beliefs and how you, what yeah. you believe. Yeah. And if you I change those that. beliefs, you can show up differently. Yeah, that's true. And it's and just crazy. And I love <laughs> that even the way that you said that because I think it resonates so well that when you allow yourself to be whoever you want to be, whenever you want to be whatever like whatever time that is mm-hmm. i think you start to extend the same freedom to other people because you have yeah, that same exactly. freedom for yourself that's true so you need the yeah. community like that's it it's so important you can't go on that journey on your own yeah like you have to surround yourself with people who 
make you feel like you can be your best self. Yeah. That is true. It's so true. And to be like, I'm going to say this on, on the growth part, right? So I do think that we all, it's important to grow. And with growth comes uh, realizing when you, the different parts that you grow in. So some people grow more spiritually than they do any other part of their lives. Some people grow mentally more than, you know, like I feel like growth is like completely different. But I definitely agree with the both of you about the like the fact that you realized that you have grown in these aspects of your lives and you still are like it's absolutely beautiful and i'm gonna segue into like the next point right i actually wanted to hear what growth looks like to you too, yeah you know um so i think growth to me was to be honest i thought it was being an adult when i was younger i thought it was just being an adult and yeah. and being successful i thought that uh, that's what it looked like in my eyes right but as i got older um i noticed that i spoke a, like speaking over yourself like is key yeah. like it's literally yeah. key and i would never the person that i am today is because of the things that i have spoken over my life myself not other Period. people myself yeah for myself and even with friendships as well like the the friendships that i am in now because i have spoken over those friendships i have believed in them it might have not been the person like i don't know who i'm gonna be friends with or whatever but i said these are the people that i want to be around these are the this is the kind of friends I want to have. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And some of the growth was painful because it meant that you had to come to realization with certain painful things, yeah. you know, and being able to let go of certain things you're used to. For example, unlearning a lot of things. That was the biggest mm -hmm. thing I had to overcome. It was, have you ever heard of um, growth pains? Yep. Yeah. That is literally w what it was yep. for me because it meant I had to let go of the things that other people had spoken over me. Yeah. And not just other people. I realized, for example, my generation of friends, right? Whatever they speak, it's not sometimes it's not them. It's what other people like old the older generation would have said over them, so they take that on and we just pass it on and pass yeah. it on. And for me, I had to decide if I wanted that or to cut it. And once I decided what I wanted to cut and what I wanted to take, it was key. And I think one of the, oh my gosh, I remember I this, this one time. I love it. I was talking to my counselor and she was, we're talking about friendships and people, people speaking certain things to, to me. Like, you know, someone would say something and I take things very, like, personal i yeah. like i take things very literal and personal so we were getting into that and she was like i don't understand do you understand that you need to cut off certain people and she taught me about knowing that certain people speak certain things out of projection i had never yep. learned that mm -hmm. and i think once she told me that and learning how to evaluate my relationships with certain people my relationships with certain people and being able to cut it off if it's not healthy what they realizing what they serve 
mm-hmm. it changed everything. Wow. It even added value to the fact that I spoke over a lot of things over my life. Mm-hmm. Certain things, I would just think it. Every day, I'd be like, this is what I want for myself. It'd be really nice. And then, boom, five years later, here I am. So <laughs> I really, I, I do it. think that speaking over is part of growth yeah, as well. Amazing. And being able to realize and checking your, yeah. she speaks of like, uh, body analyzing like oh my gosh like she's so gorgeous I just want you to know like I'm your biggest fan <laughs> I love this woman but she was talking mm. about like analyzing her body in certain part that was another growth that I needed oh, to wow. learn because I never mm. thought about that so yeah I think um, and it looks different at every age yeah. because the growth that I thought I would have at 16 is different than what I had at 21 Yeah, and mm. what from 21 until now it's completely different, yeah. completely different. And I'm going to just push it into because I wanted Wait, to. T- I just want to say yeah. I just want to give everybody some homework before you go into the next one. Um, I If you're listening to the podcast and you're like me, deep into our deep conversation and us having this conversation, I actually challenge you a little bit to kind of think about um, the things you deserve. This is something I've done for myself recently to allow myself to grow and to not allow kind of I guess my own fear or my own anxiety to take over the life that I want for myself in a couple of years Mm -hmm. so I actually in my notes I wrote things that I deserve to have so that if ever I have the opportunity to get them I don't be like oh but this is not the time for it or maybe we should be working harder for this thing so uh, I'll share one or two one of my things was I I deserve to have a house with a pole in it Yes, I do. Yes, you and, do. Um, <laughs> and yeah, so that's one of them. So you think of the things that you really want that you'd be like, oh, that's just a dream life that maybe I could, you know, not do. But uh, yeah, that's a very small one. But yeah, write them down and say you deserve them. Yeah. Maybe that'll help. I wanted to talk about friendships because yes. um, I think this was inspired by a conversation that I had with a friend. We always talk about this but never in depth so she was like thank you whenever I think about I have been thinking a lot about like my growth in relationships in friendships and um friendships in general what that looks like right like do we set standards for our friendships like what is the bare minimum that we we accept in friendships like I was thinking about that so she comes to me and we're having this conversation and she's like thank you for always allow I like we're there for each other but like not all the time but if she was like <clears throat> I'd be like do you need cough syrup like like that so anyway she goes thank you for allowing me to grow and uh I think I needed that because if we didn't give each other that space we wouldn't be where we are now at first it it, it kind of hit it kind of hit hard because I was like what like oh my gosh but then I realized if I if she's looking at it that way I also needed to grow so I wanted to find out right in your friendships right compared to what is the what does a healthy friendship look like or what are the what is the bare minimum in relationship in friendships for you do you know what I mean? Like, because I don't think a lot of people expect that. Like, I've read threads on TikTok. On wow, yeah. TikTok, I've seen TikToks where people are talking about how toxic some friendships are or how they didn't know that their friend wasn't really their friend. And I've read about how people, you know, like, they gave more in the friendship 
and when they started to realize that they're not getting the same energy back that oh and it would have been like five years down the line 10 years down the line then you realize so i want to i just wanted to understand from you guys what do you think a healthy relationship a friendship sorry a friendship looks like guys i need to yeah. remove this relationship with this one. I don't know. <laughs> but still i think relationship is interchangeable yeah it doesn't always have to mean romantic exactly but, um, no that's what i mean but it's a good question yeah actually. Because a lot of people, like, ask that in terms of romantic relationships, mm-hmm. but you never really, like, deeper that much when it comes to friendships. Yeah, and I think, girls, we take friendships very serious. Very seriously. Yeah, as yeah. serious as r- romantic relationships. Because that's your energy, right? Like, mm-hmm. you put a lot of time into it, and you want to be getting that same energy back. So I feel that, but I think it literally comes down to communication as well like um i know we speak about this a lot you know like love languages Mm -hmm. but like your love languages and friendships as well is so important because like your friends could have completely different love language to you and you think that you're showing up for them Mm -hmm. but they don't see it that way and i think that's where it gets draining because you feel like i'm giving you this energy but like you're not acknowledging it yeah so like for me like my biggest one is quality time Mm -hmm. and that's like you know one-on-one time like spending time together with no phones and like texting back and forth sometimes can drain my energy (laughs) so it's like I can text you but like I'd rather just meet you for like a coffee for a couple of hours or we could even spend like the whole day together yeah and not text so I think that's like communicating your your love language and your needs and then honoring your boundaries as well is such a big one for me Mm. because I am the kind of person like I can have like loads of energy but then I can get burnt out quite quickly and yeah. i can just go like ghost yeah, <laughs> that's true and my friends really understand that about me and it that's makes me good. feel safe yeah whereas yeah. like some people who don't honor my boundaries and they they give me backlash when i go ghost or when i yeah. can't answer texts i can't answer calls i'm too tired i'm too like stressed right now uh that's the kind of friendships that have kind of slowly yeah withered away over time so but, and then, the laptop completely decided to be a hater in that moment and it just stopped recording so I guess this is goodbye. And as SpongeBob once said in the 1800s, "Thou shalt know that I must head out." Thanks for listening to Current. Remember you can tweet us at at currentddr or email us at current at dublindigitalradio.com. Subscribe to us on iTunes and follow us on the Dublin Digital Radio SoundCloud.